Good morning! Welcome to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We look forward to having you on the show. This morning's episode is titled, Thy Throne Shall Be Established Forever. It shall be focused on the study of 2 Samuel chapter 7. Before we go any further, we'll begin with the word of prayer. Heavenly Father, it's amazing to see this scripture teaches of how, Lord, the promise that you gave David, that his house shall be established forever, that the scepter wouldn't leave his family. Oh Lord, we thank you for your faithfulness unto David, and we know, Father, that even that same faithfulness is unto us too. Father, you said, I will never leave you comfortless, for I will be with you even until the end. You said you send the comfort even the spirit of truth which will guide us and bring all these things to our remembrance. And you promise that this promise shall be unto us and unto our children and to many that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. So Father, as you're taking preeminence in our lives and living in our lives as a tabernacle of your glory, may we subject ourselves to your will in the name of Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. Up next, we shall listen to 2 Samuel chapter 7. Chapter 7 And it came to pass, when the king sat in his house, and the Lord had given him rest round about from all his enemies, that the king said unto Nathan the prophet, See now, I dwell in an house of cedar, but the ark of God dwelleth within curtains. And Nathan said to the king, Go, do all that is in thine heart, for the Lord is with thee. And it came to pass that night that the word of the Lord came unto Nathan, saying, Go and tell my servant David, Thus saith the Lord, Shalt thou build me an house for me to dwell in? Whereas I have not dwelt in any house since the time that I brought up the children of Israel out of Egypt, even to this day, but have walked in a tent and in a tabernacle. In all the places wherein I have walked with all the children of Israel, spake I a word with any of the tribes of Israel, whom I commanded to feed my people Israel, saying, Why build ye not me an house of cedar? Now therefore, so shalt thou say unto my servant David, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, I took thee from the sheepcote, from following the sheep, to be ruler over my people, over Israel. And I was with thee, whithersoever thou wentest, and have cut off all thine enemies out of thy sight, and have made thee a great name, like unto the name of the great men that are in the earth. Moreover, I will appoint a place for my people Israel, and will plant them, that they may dwell in a place of their own, and move no more. Neither shall the children of wickedness afflict them any more, as before time. And as since the time that I commanded judges to be over my people Israel, and have caused thee to rest from all thine enemies, also the Lord telleth thee that he will make thee an house. And when thy days be fulfilled, and thou shalt sleep with thy fathers, I will set up thy seed after thee, which shall proceed out of thy bowels, and I will establish his kingdom. He shall build an house for my name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. I will be his father, and he shall be my son. If he commit iniquity, I will chasten him with the rod of men, and with the stripes of the children of men. 
but my mercy shall not depart away from him, as I took it from Saul, whom I put away before thee. And thine house and thy kingdom shall be established forever before thee. Thy throne shall be established forever. According to all these words, and according to all this vision, so did Nathan speak unto David. Then went King David in, and sat before the Lord, and he said, Who am I, O Lord God? And what is my house that thou hast brought me hitherto? This was yet a small thing in thy sight, O Lord God. But thou hast spoken also of thy servant's house for a great while to come. And is this the manner of man, O Lord God? And what can David say more unto thee? For thou, Lord God, knowest thy servant. For thy word's sake and according to thine own heart, hast thou done all these great things to make thy servant know them. Wherefore thou art great, O Lord God, for there is none like thee, neither is there any God beside thee, according to all that we have heard with our ears. And what one nation in the earth is like thy people, even like Israel, whom God went to redeem for a people to himself, and to make him a name, and to do for you great things and terrible for thy land before thy people, which thou redeemest to thee from Egypt, from the nations and their gods. For thou hast confirmed to thyself thy people Israel to be a people unto thee forever. And thou, Lord, art become their God. And now, O Lord God, the word that thou hast spoken concerning thy servant and concerning his house, establish it forever. And do as thou hast said. And let thy name be magnified forever, saying, The Lord of hosts is the God over Israel. And let the house of thy servant David be established before thee. For thou, O Lord of hosts, God of Israel, hast revealed to thy servant, saying, I will build thee an house. Therefore hath thy servant found in his heart to pray this prayer unto thee. And now, O Lord God, thou art that God, and thy words be true, and thou hast promised this goodness unto thy servant. Therefore now let it please thee to bless the house of thy servant that it may continue forever before thee. For thou, O Lord God, hast spoken it. And with thy blessing, let the house of thy servant be blessed forever. Up next, we shall listen to a sermon by Reverend William Branham titled, God Hiding Himself in Simplicity, Then Revealing Himself in the Same. This was preached in 1963 on March the 17th in the morning. We'll begin at paragraph 67 up to paragraph 90. I trust you find it to be a blessing. I would like to say at this place that, that David saw the same thing that we saw. David said, it is not right that you people have built me a house of cedar and the ark of the covenant of my God is still under curtains. That was skins that have been sewed together of sheep and animals. He said it isn't right for me to have a nice home and the ark of the covenant of my God remaining in a tent. 
So God put upon his heart to build a tabernacle. But David, being a, a man of, of love and consecration to God, yet he had shed too much blood. So he said, David, speaking this in the presence of the prophet of that age, which was Nathan. And Nathan, knowing that God loved David, he said, David, do all that's in your heart, for God is with thee. What a statement. Do all that's in your heart, for God is with you. And that same night, showing the consecration of David to the love of God, and then to see the same night knowing that he was in the era that he was not permitted to do it, God was graceful enough to come down and speak to Nathan. And I always like these words. Go tell Nathan, my, uh, go tell David, my servant, that I took you from the sheep coat. Just, you wasn't nothing. I, I'd like to apply that here just a minute. I took you from nothing. And I, I, I give you a name. You've got a name like great man that's in the earth. And I'd like to apply that in a, in a confidential, yet in a, a way of making a point. I was thinking that a few years ago, I'm standing down in the city here and Nobody cared for me. Nobody loved me. I loved people, but nobody loved me because of the background of the family. No disregards to my precious mother and father. How I wish that Mama could have lived to walk in this sanctuary this morning. Many of the old-timers who placed their money to help build it here Maybe God this morning will let them look over the banished here. But the family of Branham didn't have a very good name around here on account of drinking. Nobody had nothing to do with me. I remember telling my wife not long ago, just remember that I, I couldn't get anyone to talk to me. Nobody cared for me. Now I have to hide to get a little rest. And now the Lord has given us this great place and, and these great things that He's done. And <clears throat> He gave me a, besides a, a bad name, He gave me a name. <laughs> Likened to some of the great men. And He's cut off my enemies wherever I went. There's never been nothing standing before it. Wherever it went. But, and how grateful I am for that. And how would I ever know, as a little ragged kid, up here two or three blocks from here to the Ingerville School, when I was a laughing stock of the school, 
from being so ragged. Skate on an old pond. How did I ever know that down beneath that pond laid a seed of a lily that could bloom like this? And how did I ever know that no one talking to me and yet he would give me a, a name that would be honored amongst his people? And now... David was not permitted to build the temple. He could not do it. But he said, I'll raise up from your seed and he will build the temple. And that temple will be an everlasting temple. And upon your son... The son of David will be an everlasting kingdom he'll control. Solomon, David's son in the natural, from his natural strength, built a house unto the Lord, a temple. But when the real seed of David come, the son of David, he told him there would come a time that there wouldn't be one stone left upon the other of that temple. But he tried to point them to another temple. John the Revelator over in the book of Revelations, he saw this tabernacle, Revelations 21. He saw the new temple coming, descending down from heaven, adored as a bride was adored for her husband. And a voice out of the temple said, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with man. And God shall be with them. And they'll wipe all tears from their eyes. And there shall be no more hunger, no more sorrow, no more pain or death. For the former things have passed away. Then the truth Son of David, as we're going to see in this lessons coming on in this week, will then come to his temple, the temple of God, the real tabernacle, which he has gone away to construct now. For he said in John 14, In my Father's house are many mansions, and I will go. What did he mean by that? is already foreordained and I'll go to prepare a place for you and will return back to receive you to myself. And of course we know that'll be in the great age to come. And the true seed of David will take the throne, which is Jesus Christ, and there will reign over the church as his bride in the house with him and over the twelve tribes of Israel throughout all eternity. Amen. And these little places, as David could not build the true tabernacle of God because he wasn't prepared to do it. There was nothing he could do. He was a mortal and shed blood. 
so is it today to us. We are not prepared to build the true tabernacle of God. There's only one can do that, and it's being in its construction now. But this little tabernacle, along with the temple at Solomon building, and along with the others, are only temporarily places of worship until the time comes when the real tabernacle will be set up upon the earth and righteousness shall reign from sky to sky and there will be no more sorrow. There will be no funerals preached in that tabernacle. There will be no more weddings for the wedding will be one great wedding for eternity. What a time that will be. But let us purpose in our heart today that in commemoration and waiting for that tabernacle to come, that we will so characterize ourselves by His Spirit that we will worship in this place as if we were in that other place, waiting for that place to come. Now let us stand to our feet. as I read the Holy Script, and I saw new heavens and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth was passed away, and there were no more sea. I, John, saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adored for a husband. And I heard the voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with man, and he shall dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. Let us bow our heads now. Our heavenly Father, we stand in awe we stand in respect and in holy reverence. And we ask You, Lord, to accept our gift that You've given us grace, money, to prepare for a worship place for You. There's nothing or no place that we could prepare upon the earth that would be worthy for the, the Spirit of God to dwell in. But we offer this to you as a token of our love and feelings toward you, Lord. And we thank you for all the things that you have done for us. And now the building and the grounds being dedicated long ago to the service, and we thank you for memories of what has been. And now, Lord God, as a vision broke through years ago expressing this, that I've seen in old buildings that the people once was in and they had been repaired and made new. And I was sent back across the river. Now, Lord God, 
Creator of heavens and earth. We stand as the people of thy foe. We stand as the, 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 the people of thy kingdom. And with myself and the pastor and the church, the people, we dedicate this building to the service of the Almighty God. Through the name of Jesus Christ, His Son, for the service of God and for reverence and respect of God, and may the gospel so flow from this place till it will cause the world to come from the four corners of the globe to see the glory of God going forth from it. As Thou hast done in the past, may the future be many times greater. Father, we now dedicate ourselves to the service, to the Word, with all that's in us. Lord, the congregation and the people they dedicate themselves this morning to the hearing of the Word. And we as ministers dedicate ourselves to the preaching of the Word. To be instant, in season, out of season, reproving, rebuking with all long suffering, as it's written there in the cornerstone from 30 years ago. You said the time would come when People would not endure sound doctrine, but would heap for themselves teachers having itching ears and be turned from the truth to fable. Lord, as we have tried to hold out the word to the people, may we be inspired and strengthened with a double effort, Lord, as a double portion of the Spirit strikes upon the place. May the Holy Spirit as it was in the day of the dedication of the temple when Solomon prayed the Holy Spirit in the form of the pillar of fire and cloud came in the front door, rolled up around the cherubims, went over to the holy place and there took its resting place. Oh, God Solomon said, If thy people be in trouble anywhere, look to this holy place and pray then here from heaven. Lord, may the Holy Spirit this morning come in to every heart, every consecrated soul that's in here. And the Bible says that the glory of God was so great unto the ministers could not even minister for the glory of God. O oh Lord God, let it repeat again. As we give ourselves to Thee with the church and dedication for service, and it is written, Ask then you shall receive. And we commit ourselves with our offering of the church this morning to You for service for the latter-day lights, for the evening time lights that we might bring 
consolation and faith to the waiting people that's waiting for the coming of the bridegroom to dress a bride in the gospel of Christ for the Lord Jesus to receive. This we dedicate myself, Brother Neville, and the congregation to the service of God in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. As you get towards the end of this episode, we end with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness to David. You said he was a man after your own heart. And Father, we are amazed to see David throughout his life consulting you each step of the way and waiting on you, Lord, to move ahead of him, not moving ahead of your vision. From the time you anointed him, he did not try to take the life of Saul to make himself king any quicker, but he waited on you and knew that at the appointed time you'd bring your your promise to pass. So, Father, help us to have a relationship with you like David had. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We hope to continue to earn your viewership throughout the year as we read the Bible from cover to cover. To make this a better listening experience for you, would really appreciate your feedback. So please email us at honeyintherock2020 at gmail.com. We also have accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So please follow us, share our pages, and subscribe. Now we'll leave you with the parting song. God richly bless you.
Thank you. 